0: I thought this was a commercial I was like, it's good times down in Josh Helmer Hyundai. Eugene Brooks has made his commitment to the University of Oklahoma. So the Sooners add another big beefy offensive lineman to the mix. Josh Helmer, give me your take. On Eugene Brooks, the Sierra Kenyon offensive lineman. What do you think?
1: obviously great pickup. And uh, from the same high school, right, as Javante Barnes, is that correct?
0: Is that correct?
1: And, well, at any rate, anytime you're beating out Texas for a commitment is – and Oklahoma's done that a couple of times here with Jaden Jackson as well in recent memory. So, yeah, you needed to pick up some steam with offensive linemen – uh, sounds like Isosa out of Edmund Santa Fe, is trending uh, Oklahoma's direction as well. Or at least uh, you're picking up a little momentum there. So, it's uh, it's good, man. The, the big time, I don't know, what, eight weeks on the trail? Mm-hmm. Keeps rolling for OU. I've got
0: Javante Barnes out of Desert Pines High School. Could it be another one of the backs, potentially? Or am I looking at the wrong Javante Barnes?
1: Desert Pines, there's somebody else that... Maybe I'm... Missing. Travis
0: will correct us. I guarantee you that we will get a correction on that shortly.
1: <laughs> yes. it's Well, and corrections welcome. At any <laughs> rate, at any rate, big pickup. Oklahoma, after some misses on offensive line in this class. A victory here.
0: Six foot... Um, He's not just six foot tall. Six foot three. 320 pounds. Interior offensive lineman. And uh, had been... A projection to Oklahoma. Oh, is that – did he transfer? See, there it is. Travis just sent it in. What was it? He uh, he left Vegas after his sophomore year to go to Sierra Canyon. There you go. So you were right, and so was I, I guess. I just – I wanted to save you partial from – Partial credit. I wanted to save you from yeah, butt guy on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line.
1: I, I will accept my partial credit. Thank you.
0: Uh, out of Chatsworth, Georgia, now going to high school at Sierra Canyon. Uh, had offers from Oregon, A M, Oklahoma State, UNLV. Now, twenty four seven sports doesn't have Texas listed as an offer, but isn't it isn't it our understanding that he had an offer? Or is this that moment where Texas fans take to Twitter and let us know that it wasn't really a guy they were in on hey, all that? Finalists were OU in Texas. Okay, that's what I thought. Look at 24-7 sports not doing it the right way. Uh, here is what yesterday on the um, on the Locked In Show with Parker Thune and Tyler McComas. Here is what Thune had to say about uh, Eugene Brooks and what this means now for the offensive lineman class with the understanding at that point. what Everyone kind of had him as a pretty solid lean to Oklahoma to begin with. Is that right? Yeah, definitely over the last month or so.
2: All right, here you go. Yeah, it helps provide some clarity to your offensive line picture as a whole because with Josh Iososa set to commit on August 14th, you can safely pencil him into Bill Beedenbow's 2024 class alongside uh, Isaiah Autry and we assume B.J. Brooks tomorrow, naturally. And so then at that point, you're really only looking at one more target on the board. And we'll see what happens down the line between Oklahoma and Daniel Akankunmi. Uh, the fast riser out of London, England, six foot five, 300 pounds, three star kid uh, that they recently offered. But they offered Isosa and Akin Kunmi around the same time. So you get the sense it's kind of going to be one or the other. And Isosa seems inclined to jump on that offer pretty soon here. And then, it, it, I mean, your focus turns to Grant Bricks, the top target on your board, I believe. I, and, I, I would have to look at the rankings, but in my mind, this is the top uncommitted offensive lineman and the top overall offensive lineman in the entire country as the Sooners battle down the stretch with Nebraska and Kansas State for his services, and Oklahoma does expect Bricks back on campus this week.
0: Yep, and it's see party at the Palace this week.
2: Well, always be closing. Yeah, hopefully you can
1: uh, make a nice little push there. I mean, that. They, they could uh, so desperately use that recruiting win in a class that looks like it's tracking to be great, Plank. The one beef I think fans would have right now is, okay, hey, can you go get me one more blue chipper up front offensively?
0: Yeah, exactly. And it looks like you're in the position where you're going to get it. Well, I I shouldn't put get over my skis on that, but they feel pretty good about the, the Ricks. Well, kid.
1: Th- there was a point where it was, okay, lock it up, throw away the key, it's Kansas State, and you know now now it feels like yeah it's uh shifted a little bit to where Oklahoma's i mean the the visit alone is a great sign
0: right um what does let's ask the most important question for those that are tuned in and and waiting on parker to give them the 411 on this what does this mean for the overall rankings josh because we all know on July 25th in addition to adding the depth where does this put Oklahoma on the overall rankings because it seems like it's a Seems like it's a pretty solid get right now, right? Who you got, 24-7 sports? They, have they even added him to the list yet? They haven't, Okay, and
1: we can do that. If you give me just two seconds, He's, I'll find wait, it out Wait, hold us. on.
0: You can add him to it and calculate it yourself? Sure. Wow. Go well, over here look here to then. the
1: class calculator.
0: Look at you. And see, I would imagine it might might jump him up a, a little bit, right? Not a ton, but just a little bit. I, there was one other thing. I heard Parker say this yesterday, and I'm not going to – even pretend to understand the true ramifications of it. But it seems as if this is going to be a massive class. There is going to be a lot of players in this class. All right, you did the math. So does it move them up? 237? Eh, No. No. They
1: They, stay
0: at 16. Okay. 237.86? Oh, yeah. No, yeah. They they would jump up one spot (laughs) from 16 to 15. So you've already got then now. 17 commits in this class. How big is this class going to be? Oh, that's unreal. Yeah, there's the quote. Uh, we play together Desert Pines in Las Vegas, but i transferred out to Sierra Canyon. There you go.
1: There you go. Look, more proof of the rightness of Josh Helmer. So it sounds like Isosa, August 14th. Mm-hmm. And then Bricks. That's what Oklahoma would like this to wind up being. Right. And maybe the kid from London, but it sounded like Parker was less confident there, that it was sort of an either-or. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Be kind of cool to have an offensive lineman from London. Bricks, by the way, and it's B-R-I-X. It's Grant
0: Bricks is uh, is the pronunciation. Like Twix, but But Bricks. Bricks. Uh, He is – he is the 74th overall national prospect, a four-star offensive lineman according to the composite rankings from 24/7 Sports. Which, by the way, I just it, it happened to be the first day that pulled up. I'm not playing favorites here. Six-five and a half, 280. So he is a beast, and his offer list included, uh, as you heard, Kansas State, Oklahoma, Alabama. Uh, it was in on him, and it looks as if Auburn's kind of off that mix along with Nebraska.
1: Well, I mean, he had a, a big time, major offers sheet and uh you know kansas state nebraska oklahoma have been the the big contenders up to 28 guys in this as many as though you could take yeah that's wild that
0: is that's wild trying to retool
1: this thing and the you know even though oklahoma's obviously been incredibly active adding an additive out of the portal the, the portal every year i mean who knows who the next couple of names you hope that you know, year after year, that you build continuity, and more guys want to stick around. But the reality, probably Plank, is that because of the transfer portal, that kind of opens up the opportunity to maybe sign a couple of more.
0: Um, I gotta, I gotta tell you something. There is one other side to this that someone just hit on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line, and I don't know, I don't know what to make of it because I think I agree. This is from the 918. It says, I love all the Cali commits, and then added an FTbo on the end of it. <laughs> F-T-bo. Listen, uh you Listen, know, Lincoln was very – I brought this up yesterday. I had a guy reach out to me. I, did we talk about this at this time yesterday? I had a lot of people say, what was the thing you had on, on, on Lincoln Riley? Like, well,
1: we, right. we did, but yeah. Okay. Pac-12 insider. Let's just rehash.
0: Okay. Yesterday – During a Sunday when I was driving back from the wood of River, Illinois, I got a text from one of my buddies that works in radio uh, covering the Pac-12. And he or she, he or she sent this to me. Dude, Lincoln Riley, kind of prickly, huh? He did not want to be in media day. He even left the dinner early, and there were rumors that – the Pac-12 even had to make a deal for him to show up. Which- I just
1: don't get that. Why? Yeah. Is it be- – I mean, honestly, is it because he knew he was going to lose the recruitment of Tatum? I don't know. N- not even to be, you know, make this about Oklahoma guy, but, I mean, is he – legitimately, could he have been that been out of shape? Maybe. Over losing that individual recruitment but- that he just didn't want to be in front of people?
0: But it was interesting, so I got that, but I went back, Andy, um, on Andy Staples' new podcast, they were talking about...
1: On 3 YouTube page. Thank you.
0: Which I wasn't watching on YouTube, I was listening to on my phone, just so we're clear. Anti-YouTube content, pro-podcast podcast. Old. I'm an old. I'll accept it and I'll embrace it. Though, uh, Kelly's going to get mad at me if I keep calling myself an old. I'm sorry, Kelly. But... The whole take was, you know, USC is so important to West Coast recruiting, and USC, is they've got to be the banner carrier for this this conference and on the West Coast, you're like, well, I know you guys are leaving, but you haven't even won the conference the last two years. It's been Utah that's one of the last two seasons. And, I, I listen, I don't doubt when USC is cooking, when Pete Carroll had him cooking, that was something special, right? You go back, I wasn't old enough to remember the early uh, era of John Robinson or even whenever, you know, Notre Dame was elite. I see USC was elite. I, I was too young for that, but you—I you, saw what Pete Carroll did, right? And we saw how they were—they were rolling. So yeah, I—I I agree with that. You start getting some of their top prospects, and like I said, I don't know much about Eugene Brooks. I know what Parker and and uh, uh, Trav tell me. That's that's kind of how it goes and what I read on on different sites. But it seems as if you know it's another way to go into California after getting Tatum and kind of chip away at that and. Look at Georgia and Alabama's roster. USC being down and being the banner carrier for the West Coast has allowed them to go in there and get some. Bryce Young is a great example of it. Ball players that maybe in years past might stay at USC, but when you start chipping away at it and you start getting more and more guys like they have consistently, it's hard. It's hard to turn that tide. It really is. And I so I'm, I guess my point is I'm with you, Texter. I love it anytime you go into an area that. Well, especially where Lincoln is now, right? But anytime you go into an area that is locked down by a school and you get a guy, it's a big, big deal.
1: Oklahoma has, uh, you know, had some pretty good success with uh, California players and, you know, Western, West Coast type guys over the years. So it's, uh, and, and there's no real formula beyond, you know, DeMarco Murray is, is what? From Las Vegas? And, you know, I mean, you probably had a couple of assistants that had ties at some point to the West, but, uh, I mean, there's nothing on paper that would say a California kid outside of Oklahoma, mm-hmm. anybody should want to come play for a blue blood like Oklahoma. There's no built-in, hey, you're playing these West Coast schools on a regular basis that would give you that recruiting in, and yet Oklahoma over the years, Plank, has has been able to win some of those battles.
0: I want to I find that quote from Lincoln real quick and play it when we come back in the top five stories of the day. How does that sound? Good to you? Sure. All right. Uh, anything else to add? On Eugene Brooks, the commit for the University of Oklahoma. I know in Locked On Sooners, you and John have talked about the recruiting sign uh, a lot. I I don't want to say incessantly, but a lot, right? And this is another one of those guys on that list that you check off. You're like, all right, let's go. Mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. You you
1: thought this was a name that would be joining the class. And, uh, well, no no late surprises, as I like to say, right? I mean, it is recruiting. Mm -hmm. uh, So you just never know. But, again, according to plan here.
0: Quick break. When we come back, top five stories of the day right here on The Ref. You know, I complain. I complain a lot about how 9 to noon isn't necessarily the prime time slot for sports radio listening. you either got to be mornings or drive, right? We're kind of in a, a little bit of a purgatory for listening habits. But my biggest complaint is we never have any breaking news. Holy smokes, we've been inundated with it today. So to recap, because we just had another big story drop. Number one, Ronnie James, cardiac arrest during practice yesterday. He is stable, out of ICU. Uh, looks like he's going to be okay. But we'll continue to monitor that. Number one, uh, Ronnie James, cardiac arrest. Going to be okay. Number two, big story that broke. Jalen Brown gets the massive contract. Did I read right? Largest contract in NBA history for Jalen Brown? That's kind of crazy, huh? So, number two, major story that drops during this show. Number three, number three, big story that drops during this program. Saquon Barkley agrees to a one-year deal, a one-year contract with the Giants after all the Zooms and the frustrations and the anger and all that stuff. Boom, Saquon Barkley is a Giant at least for another season. Big story number four, the broke. <laughs> we haven't done the top five stories today. It's just this news keeps falling in our laps. Eugene Brooks commits to the University of Oklahoma. Offensive lineman. Uh, he has spent time in both. Well, he's from Georgia. Spent time in Vegas. Now plays out at Sierra Canyon. Was a high school teammate for a time with Javante Barnes. Uh, six foot three, three hundred twenty offensive lineman. a three hundred and twenty pound offensive lineman. Uh, was choosing between Oklahoma and Texas. There is interest as well from Oregon AM and Oklahoma State. Obviously UNLV in that mix. The uh, the the write up about him: big, strong, physical kid, uh, mammoth. Is the term that was used to describe him? Mammoth. And then, during the break, this breaks. Bro. All off season, I've wondered, why had everyone been freaking out about the Michigan stories? Or let me rephrase that. Why hadn't everyone been freaking out about the Michigan stories? There was, you mean Georgia? No, Michigan. Michigan I mean, Michigan, right? Michigan stories because you had the data breach. And just like the guy was out. It's like, oh, well, you know what? okay. I guess later. It. See you later. Right? The number one. And then number two, you literally had Shim Beckler's kid that I, I, I guess got fired before he even got hired. And it was just, it was a real weird scenario. Like more people were talking about Shim Beckler's kid than they were about the data breach or what the privacy, whatever it was. Well, we have a little news on that today, Josh Helmer. According to Ross Dellinger at Yahoo.com, Jim Harbaugh and the NCAA are working towards a negotiated resolution that is expected to see him suspended four games this season in penalties stemming from alleged false statements he made to investigators. The agreement in its initial version of the negotiated resolution, or the, the, the agreement is in its initial version, I should say, Michigan's first four games are all against a group of five teams: East Carolina, UNLV, Bowling Green, and then on September third they host Rutgers, who finished four and four and eight. Uh, did I say first four games? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Rutgers. You are a member of the Big Ten now. How dare I? So, the impending NCAA suspension is centered not even on the things that we talked about that created buzz this offseason, right? The suspension is centered on recruiting violations committed by he and Wolverine staff members. The NCAA enforcement staff has alleged that Harbaugh was dishonest about the recruiting violations in his initial meeting with investigators. A quick resolution broke down in January After Harbaugh refused to admit that he lied to the NCAA and its staff, he has maintained that he didn't recall the events when first speaking with investigators, but that he was never purposefully dishonest. No, 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 no. The University of Michigan did not immediately respond when asked for a comment. Now, we had brought up the story about Mike McDonald, Mike McDonald, their former defensive coordinator, who's now the defensive coordinator at uh, Baltimore, is expected to receive a one-year show-cause penalty, making it more difficult for coaches to land jobs in college athletics. Though, if Mike McDonald does do well in Baltimore, I don't think he has to ever worry at all about (laughs) coaching Indiana College. So, Harbaugh gets four games. But, Josh, how severe was this where a coach gets a four-game suspension and then an assistant gets a one-year show cost? I mean, that's pretty significant.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it would have to be. Which, by the way, our breaking news, all of it brought to us by Wagner's Heating, Air Conditioning, Electrical, and Ooh. Plumbing. Plank, we sell the best. And service the rest. That's Wagner's heating. Uh, yeah, I mean, it would have to be significant. Uh, I mean, to avoid uh, – you, you didn't say anything about scholarship reduction. Well, so. I don't
0: see it in here yet. I'm kind of perusing this, and we're reacting to it live. I mean, hey, Tyler came in here and said, hey, Ross Dellinger has some breaking news right now on Harbaugh being suspended. I'm like, what? So in the middle of the Eugene Brooks commitment, you know, you suddenly find out – a team that is probably going to be projected as a top four team will be without its coach for the first four games of the season. And but an the, assistant. And an assist, right. And an assistant. And by the way, there's apparently a couple of more assistants that will receive sanctions, including their offensive coordinator, Sharon Moore and their tight ends coach, Grant Newsom. The NCAA, by the way, and I wasn't aware of this considers lying to investigators As a level one violation, the most serious on the organization scale, a level one violation could carry with it a six-game suspension and significant recruiting restrictions. Now, according to them, this is what's so dumb about this, right? And and again, just pulling away, you don't really care too much about anything going on in NIL right now, and you've washed your hands of any kind of issues on that front. But somebody told a little white lie about meeting with recruits during a COVID dead period, and we're going to drop the hammer like it's the worst thing that's ever happened in college football. I don't get it. We cannot stop getting players induced into the transfer portal and getting paid. But, oh, you lied to me about talking to a couple of recruits. I, I don't, that scale is always weird. Not defending Jim Harbaugh, but just trying to understand the scale of it. So here's here's the crime. In a notice of allegations sent to Michigan last year, the NCAA cited four level two violations, including meeting with two recruits during a COVID-19 dead period. Here's what I have found. If you did anything during COVID, like that's the NCAA sacred cow. So Either someone's made a big deal about it or – I don't know. They think we should all be wearing masks still. I don't know. They were texting a recruit outside of an allowable time period, having analysts perform on-field coaching duties during practice, and having coaches watching players work out via Zoom. Guys, if we're going to go back and that's going to be a place where you start attacking people, stop. Stop. Probably they're just going to make one big example out of Michigan and that'll be that. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Again, now, to be very clear. That was all viewed as a level two violation. That doesn't have anything to do with his suspension. Harbaugh acknowledged the program committed the level two violations, but refused to sign any document or publicly state that he was ever untruthful with the enforcement staff. According to this report from Ross Dellinger, because Harbaugh lied, that took the issues for everyone up to potential level one levels. Losing the level a lot here. So levels, Jerry. It's there's levels to it, Jerry. But I guess I guess the NCAA was like, here this this is your text message talking to this here's, guy. You're lying to us, and he's like, didn't lie. He, here's the problem,
1: though, for the NCAA. They haven't really rewarded schools that have been forthright in the past. And I'm looking at our friends, uh, if we yeah, consider Oklahoma them friends, State, yeah, in yeah, Stillwater, where hey, here's everything that happened, and oh by the way, they lay the hammer on Oklahoma State, and meanwhile you got Kansas still fighting its punishment, right, and a bunch of other schools that were involved in that probe that haven't really been punished, and so why would? If I'm Jim Harbaugh, I'm not going to be honest with you, right? No way. Oh, absolutely. I'm gonna lie to you, and we're gonna kick the can down the road because uh, other examples that I've seen nationally is if I get lawyers involved, probably there won't be any punishment by the time it's all said and done.
0: No, absolutely. I mean, that's that's the one thing we've learned. I'm not here to defend lying. I didn't lie. I'm not lying, but it's also, as Josh hit it on the head, there hasn't always been this reward for being outward honest with them. No, they've they've slammed programs for being honest. Big Ten media days get underway Wednesday. Um, according to my list, Jim Harbaugh is the final coach that will speak on Thursday. My gosh, they're, they're putting everyone in two days at Big Ten media day? Holy smokes. Seven and seven. Harbaugh is slated to speak at uh, 11.30. On Thursday. Oh, cool. We'll be able to take you there live. We'll be we'll, we'll be out at the coaches luncheon, but still.
1: Eh, we could still maybe
0: do we'll that. We'll find a way to do it. There you go. There you are. Bobby and BA, good question. a uh, Thursday at eleven thirty is when Harbaugh would be speaking. So there you go. Eugene Brooks commits to Oklahoma. Now we are, are following the news about Bronny, Bronny James Jr. Not Ronnie James Dio, Gunny. Bronny James. LeBron's son, USC basketball player, having a cardiac event, cardiac arrest. He's out of ICU and being treated by USC medical staff. You have a Supermax deal for Jalen Brown, and you got Saquon Barkley signing a one-year deal. Breaking news. What a day for breaking Wagner's news. Wagner's heating and air. Appreciate you guys. Wagner's heating and air. Can you sprinkle that magic dust over the show tomorrow so we can have more breaking news? I don't see why not. Because I had a lot of stuff playing for the show today. Uh, and now it's all been pushed back.
1: Which is okay. Breaking news. We like it. Well, let's hustle through the top five stories of the
0: day next. But, again, uh, b- is this a big story to you with Harbaugh getting a four-game suspension? But where it falls on the schedule is fascinating, right? You're, you're playing four teams that you're going to be decisive favorites over to begin with.
1: And Rutgers stinks. I mean, yeah. you might as well. You probably don't even need coaches for that one. You can just <laughs> roll the ball out and go beat them. Wouldn't that be fascinating?
0: It's like we uh, – we have decided to not go with coaches in this game,
1: so we'll be uh we'll be good to go. And <laughs> We've, still, win uh, it. player coach J.J. McCarthy for the coin toss, and also uh, again he'll be leading the Wolverines today. Boy, what a week! What
0: a week! What a day! All right, quick break. We're back with a quick look at the top five stories of the day, brought to you by Newcastle Casino, right here on the home of Sooner fans. Do you want to hustle through the uh, top five stories of the day here, brought to you by Myers Chevrolet and a lot of stuff on the. Wait, I said that wrong. The Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line, a lot of good stuff there. I want to get to it before we get out. By the way, Travis uh, pointed out, I, I looked at the hometown for Brooks, and for some reason, when I saw CA, I thought it said GA. So, California boy, by way of, I guess what, spent some time with Javante Barnes in high school together before eventually transferring and landing at Sierra Canyon. So my mistake for causing there you confusion go. right We're all up to speed now. I think so. Eugene Brooks has committed um, and we're following this Jim Harbaugh breaking story. He has been suspended for or is on the verge of receiving a four game suspension.
1: This is where the university comes in and sues the uh, or <laughs> threatens legal action versus the NCAA so as to not have to uh, face set penalties.
0: No, I gotcha I got gotcha. you um all right my son is just now replying to every single text i sent him yesterday i've got like i sent three texts like hey bud need this blah 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 blah, blah. all right have a great day and now 24 hours later he's responding to them
1: i i have to confess
0: (laughs) i apologize my phone is blowing up while we're on the air
1: (laughs) i had uh granted the the Text that I responded to more than a day later was like a TikTok that got sent to me. Uh-huh. So it was not pertinent. It was not somebody asking me something. <laughs> but I did have one of those episodes over the weekend.
0: Uh-huh. Like two days later, I'm like, oh, that's funny. All right. Well, let's hustle through the top five stories of the day, shall we? As always, it's brought to you by Newcastle Casino.
1: It's time for the top five
0: stories of the day. Brought to you by Newcastle Casino. Newcastle Casino, where real gamers play.
1: Let's go, man
0: newcastle casino newcastlecasino.com and as always conveniently located off i44 exit 207 happy hour monday through friday three to six best reels in the metro newcastlecasino.com all right big story number five number five well i mean literally like every single piece of big news here is breaking news that's happened today so here we go big story number five LeBron James' son, Johnny Bra- uh, Bronny James, Johnny Brames, Bronny James uh, collapsed and had a cardiac issue during cardiac arrest during practice yesterday. Uh, he was taken to the hospital. It was in ICU. He is resting comfortably and looks like he has recovered. We'll keep an eye on this story involving LeBron James' son, Bronny James. Big story number five. Number four. Number four. Oh. Jalen Brown got paid. Hey, now, you are of the conspiracy theory uh, that you think this could lead to a deal
1: somewhere? Not even necessarily. I just think that if you're Boston, you had to get this done because, Mm -hmm. look, he he is a star player, right? I mean, long-term star in the NBA. And yet, I don't think that the, you know, privately, the powers that be in Boston are not convinced, I don't think, even with this deal, that they've got the magic formula just yet to going and tracking down a championship or multiple championships between Tatum and Brown. Now, they're going to say that publicly, but uh, this positions them. It gives them, well, flexibility to have this be its star duo going forward or an option to, okay, well, we got you locked up up long-term if we want to make a trade, make a deal, wheel and deal, and find something else to pair with Tatum down the line.
0: There you go. So that's the big NBA news. He got paid. Big story number three. Number three. He also got paid. Yeah, Saquon Barkley got paid. Didn't get paid as much. <laughs> I, I am very confused by this. Yeah, T.J. and I were joking about this earlier on the crossover. But yeah, you, you end up in a situation where all we seem to be talking about in the NFL is the issue with running backs and how much they get paid and how it's an unfair market and devaluing the running back position and – it's you're you're not getting a second contract because if you do well, then it's like, oh, there's no tread left on the tires, right? All, all these things. And then Saquon Barkley agrees to a one year deal <laughs> with the New York Giants, which by the way, does not include a non tag clause for next year. Yeah, you can can be tagged again next season. Meanwhile, Josh, season. I just saw this from our boy Albert Breer. Chris Jones is wanting Aaron Donald type money. Ah.
1: (sighs) I got news for you. He's not not getting
0: that. Meanwhile, Orlando, Florida will host the Pro Bowl this year at Camp. Oh, yeah, that's right. This year at Camping World Stadium, they're putting the Pro Bowl in Camping World Stadium. We're dropping the Pro Bowl in the middle of that. What are we even doing, people? It'll be returning uh, the Skills Challenges featuring 88 players from the AFC and NFC and a flag football game. So that's the NFL news today. Big story number two. Number two. Love it, trouble. I, yeah, I know you're a big fan. Big story number two. We are uh, all over trying to understand the Harbaugh suspension. Four games is the rumor. It, it stemmed from not the violations that they committed during COVID, right? They were level two violations. It stemmed from lying to investigators.
1: He did not tattle well enough on his staff.
0: That's right. That's right. The agreement of four games is an initial version of the negotiated resolution and is not yet finalized. The resolution must be approved by the NCAA Committee on Infractions, which could take several days, if not weeks. I mean, it, we got to hustle up a little bit. What are we, 38 days away? Well, we're less than that. We're 31 days away from the start of the college football season if you want to include Chuck Talk off about today. just
1: terrible timing, too. I. It, Feels like this is a year. I mean, now Michigan, back-to-back years, has gone to the playoff and has won the Big Ten. And really, because of that, having beaten Ohio State a couple of times in a row and and made appearances and winning the league, and the fact that you've got change in other places at, say, Georgia, Alabama, Ohio State, I mean, this feels like, hey, this is the chance to go win it all for Michigan with J.J. McCarthy back. And now you got this hanging over your head. So it's it's poorly timed. Um, not that there's a great time, but, I mean, relative <laughs> to, I mean, nationally, Michigan's thought by many to be a legit national championship contender. And some may be even crazy enough to say they're the favorite. Not you, not I, but some.
0: That's a big thing. They've They've changed their beat Ohio State drill this summer to now beat Georgia. You know, it's just all these little things that are happening. And then, lo and behold, their coach gets suspended for four games. Beat the resolution. Beat the resolution. Here's what's – again, we'll dig, we'll learn. I'm sure there's going to be more think pieces today. And I know Steelman and Thune are going to be all over it coming up. But, I mean, what – how can the coach get a four-game suspension and one of the assistants involved in this is getting a one-year show cause? That seems to be – a much different degree of punishment. And it would also make sense why Mike McDonald might jump at the opportunity to coach the Ravens. Though, again, I I would also argue being the defensive coordinator for the Ravens, it might be a step up from being the defensive coordinator at Michigan. Right? I'm sure it's a pay raise, too, for him. But still, fascinating stuff breaking today out of Michigan. And I wonder, too, how this affects on the recruiting side. There's no news here of losing scholarships. This all appears to have everything to do, Josh, With Harbaugh. Four game suspension, show cause. Big story number one. Number one. Number one. Number one. (laughs) One. It's just commitments all over the place for the University of Oklahoma. Eugene Brooks, uh had been talked about, the buzz had been building. He indeed commits to the University of Oklahoma. Parker Thune is coming up here in a bit. Yesterday on Locked In, which you can hear from 2 to 3 every single day, here's what Parker had to say about what the Eugene Brooks potential commitment at the time, which has now been verified, validated he's in. We have the edit. Here's what it means for Oklahoma.
2: Yeah, it helps provide some clarity to your offensive line picture as a whole because with Josh Iasosa set to commit on August 14th, You can safely pencil him into Bill Biedenboe's 2024 class alongside uh, Isaiah Autry and, we assume, B.J. Brooks tomorrow, naturally. And so then at that point, you're really only looking at one more target on the board. And we'll see what happens down the line between Oklahoma and Daniel Akin Kunmi, the fast riser out of London, England, 6'5", 300 pounds, three-star kid. Uh, that they recently offered. But they offered Isosa and Akin Kunmi around the same time, so you get the sense it's kind of going to be one or the other, and Isosa seems inclined to jump on that offer pretty soon here. And then, it, 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 I mean, your focus turns to Grant Bricks, the top target on your board, I believe. I, and I, I would have to look at the rankings, but in my mind, this is the top uncommitted offensive lineman and the top overall offensive lineman in the entire country as the Sooners battle down the stretch with Nebraska and Kansas State for his services and Oklahoma does expect bricks back on campus this week.
0: Yeah, he's going to be at the uh the party at the palace this weekend. So there you go. And then uh Travis, Travis Davidson at Travis Skull. What what were you going to say? Avery Is that who we got here? I haven't clicked. Avery on Ravage. Oh, okay. Uh a walk-on kicker has committed.
1: Avery Ravage. And attempting to walk on. I don't even know if this has been officialized. Oh, really?
0: Uh, Tattoo Baker is the very first comment I see afterwards, and he seems very happy about it. Um, he's a student at the University of Oklahoma. And there you go. He's going to try to walk on.
1: This is a, a very interesting announcement. After much thought and consideration, I am excited to announce that I will be attending the University of Oklahoma this fall and attempting to walk on. Well, I'm not going to laugh
0: because there's, there's kickers where I'm like, ah, bro, you're attempting to walk on, you're attempting to do this, and then they come out and they just ball. So Four and a half star by the Coles uh,
1: Kicking Academy.
0: Oh, there you go. Oh, Coles. Love shopping at Coles. So there you go. Uh, you get the offensive lineman that had been ballyhooed and talked about. Get the kicker we've all been talking about. <laughs> so Eugene Brooks in. Looks like Avery Ravitch is in. The addition of Brooks moved Oklahoma ahead of Miami to number 15 on the recruiting 24-7 composite rankings. When we come back, will meet a couple of uh, – you guys, again, another day where the texts have been better than the show. We'll do our due diligence to hit them all next right here on The Ref. All right, couple quick texts here. Cool Kenneth Pomeroy Chevrolet text line to say adios on a Tuesday. Um, Russ from Wagner, now in the Ozarks, has checked in. When will softball players be back from Ireland? So we know about some transfer decisions. Take care. I don't. I don't have an answer to that right now. Is OU done? I don't think so. You don't. But I don't know. How's that? It wouldn't surprise me. When I had talked to my one and only source, I was told that there was a possibility they could end up trying to add three pitchers this offseason. Wow. so And so far, two have been added. But? You never know. You never know. Um, but also the amount of players they brought in is equal to the amount of players that are going out and that are coming in. For the, you know, you know, math seems to add up to where they would be done, but it wouldn't surprise me. Uh, <laughs> we were talking about confidence earlier in the show. We we're talking about where Oakland, and by the way, thanks Cody. Cody writes, uh, I deliver mail for a living. Uh, I heard you and Josh on in someone's garage, and I raced back because I thought I'd left my work truck radio on. We are good garage listening, by the way. I just want to make—if you're doing chores in the garage during the day, we're your kind of guys. And also, thanks to the nine one eight, who used to listen to Dan Patrick, and now every day, boom, right here. Though again, you—you've got to start planning because DP is retiring here in a year. Or so I mean, you—you are you, two, I think it is. You got to start planning now. So even if you still are finding him on, on his app, you know, we're ready. We're, we'll be here for you in the next couple of years. But thank you for all the kind words. But no, I um, it, it, we talked earlier in the show about who is Tom Fernelli, who had laid out number and Venables has been kind of outspoken about how he feels about this team right now. Is he tipping his hand he, that he's optimistic? Right. Uh, from the 918. I don't think Chavis makes his tweet if they aren't way more confident in this year's team versus last year's. Is that the tweet where at OU Photo Guy and I both feels like he sounds like Ted? Is that the one that he's talking about? (laughs) Probably. Have you heard that yet? No. Okay, we'll add it to the list tomorrow. Uh, Guy writes, in my opinion, it's easy to see why BV would feel more confident. Every position on defense is more talented Mm -hmm. and has more depth than last year. Uh, here's one from the 405. Lincoln Riley really blew up our program on his way out west. I think it's going to take another couple of years before we honestly compete for a national championship. But I love Brent and our coaching staff. I'm thinking 9-3 and three this year. We got into over-unders, right? We got into over-unders. And uh, someone brought up the point about Oklahoma's schedule over under Brad and Bartlesville, with this schedule – wouldn't nine wins be underachieving?
1: A lot of people feel that way. Brad, I think you uh, feel that way, too.
0: And Sooner in Texas rights Would like to get your thoughts on why more blue-chip offensive line recruits aren't lining up to play for Coach B at OU based on the numbers he sends to the NFL.
1: I don't know. Yeah, that's a that's a weird one. We should deep dive it. Do you want to get Travis on tomorrow? Sure. I mean, we bug, we bug
0: Parker enough. I feel like we bugged Travis enough, but why not? That's a great question. And, again, I'm not going to lie. I see where that guy is, and they sign him, like, are committed, got to commit. I'm like, oh, that's a pretty good commit, right? And there's some that quickly re- – no, it's not. It's not high enough ranked. Okay? To me, I feel like the higher-ranked recruits for OU are the ones that don't pan out on the offensive line. It's kind of those middle-of-the-road guys that take a little time to develop. All the ones we gush and lost our minds about, you never hear from. Well, get, well, well that's a good question, though. Let's deep dive that tomorrow. Oh, plus, I got Lincoln Riley audio for you tomorrow.
1: He didn't want to be there.
0: Steel Man at Thune at Noon coming up next. he will get all over Eugene Brooks and the commitment from the offensive lineman to the Sooner 2024 class. And we'll see you guys back here tomorrow, at 90 noon, right here on the ref.